Blog Talk Radio. This is the year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fucks. Like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about we could be doing. And right now, I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't got to fuck with me. I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because if you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like, I'm guillotining everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they don't match. They literally get right here. All right, y'all. I am here. I was struggling um, to even get on here, and it's not just because of the Nipsey Hustle uh, death that just occurred, the murder. Um, it was more or less just about everything that's been going on. Um, so today is uh, Title Two Tuesday, April second. It's the beginning of April. And um, I entitled the show Hate because I realized that I didn't have a show called Hate. I said I may have a show called Haters, but I definitely don't have a show called Hate. And I think that um, in light of the recent deaths of Cliff Dixon, which y'all may not know is Erica Menace ex, that's the one that she had some domestic battery issues with, and um, they ended up both going to jail and, you know, parting ways and so on and so forth. And uh, he actually was gunned down in Atlanta in front of the club on his birthday, uh, which was, I think, I want to say like about a week ago. So man in his early 30s, if not 30. And then we have Nipsey Hussle uh, gunned down in front of his damn store uh, in L.A., and actually he died on my son's birthday, which was March 31st. So it got me to thinking about all these conspiracy theories that people were coming up with, you know, surrounding, you know, what was going on with Nipsey, and he said something about, you know, uh, what did he say? Um, His last tweet said, Nipsey Hussle's last tweet said, having strong enemies is a blessing. And his real name was Hermias Asgedum, um, known professionally as Nipsey Hussle. And um, he died March 31st on my son's birthday. So we are in a place and in a time where people can't show genuine love anymore because they really don't know what it is. And so they hate. And hating, I used to think that hate, almost like anger, in the words of Anansi, gets shit done. And I really used to live, if you go back over some of my posts, maybe from four or five years ago, six, seven years ago, when my mother first passed, and if you listen to some of the things that I talk about, I talk about hate 
and I talk about loathing and I talk about um, a lot of things because I was in pain. And when people don't know how to put their pain to the side, it turns into hate, it turns into anger, it turns into jealousy. Now, I've never been a jealous bitch. I'm not the jealous type. I, listen, I let my men roam free. Whatever you want to do, do whatever you want to do. Just know that you're just not going to fucking do that to me, right? But there's no reason for me to get jealous of the next chick because as, as time would have it, people have patterns. And if this person or if this man is true to his pattern, he's going to do the same thing to you that he did to me. So there's no reason to be jealous of you when you're, you're doing nothing but switching place with me if you could get the motherfucker to get away from me. That's, that's also an issue. So Nipsey Hussle, you know, and I read a lot of posts today, and people were saying, oh, you know, he was irrelevant and this is this. No, he was irrelevant to y'all motherfuckers that didn't know him, that didn't know that he was a mogul in L.A. There are a million and one other ways to make money besides selling drugs and selling albums. So, yes, he was a very talented, he was an excellent rapper. Can't recall a song I've ever listened to by Nipsey Hussle. I'll be the first to fucking tell you. But I do know that he was just signed to Rock Nation. I do know that they had a sit-down with the mayor to discuss with Rock Nation. Actually, it was supposed to be today, I believe. Um, or yesterday, where they were going to talk about gang violence and not being able um, to reach the children, and he, he was trying to do good things. We also had to bring up the question about whether Lauren London, with her beautiful self, our unproblematic queen, was she married to him? And I'm praying to all the gods that she was, because as Demetria Lucas, my good, my good girlfriend that I've never met, um, spoke about the fact that when you are the wife, you know, people always say that, Marriage is just a piece of paper. Well, so is money, and people will kill you for it, won't they? But we won't kill for that marriage license. That suggests that now she don't got to ask nobody shit. Nipsey had another child to somebody else. That woman has just as much claim to the throne or claim to the, the rights of that music or claims to the estate as Lauren does. And I tell you young girls, and I tell you old bitches all the time, listen, a marriage to me, if you put my name on some paperwork, we marry. So whether that's a beneficiary, whether that's a house, whether that's a deed, whatever it is, that's a marriage. I'm comfortable with that because that means that even if we don't marry and even if our love don't last, that you cared enough about me that you trusted me with a property or you trusted me with some life insurance for a beneficiary to take care of your kids, take care of our child, to take care of something. I am very clear that this man was a businessman, and if he didn't have nothing else, he had a will. And if he didn't have a will, those deeds to those houses, he owned several houses in the South Central L.A. area, especially over by Slauson. He rebuilt a whole community. If I'm not mistaken, he owns that entire strip mall where he was killed at. Um, I could be mistaken, but I believe he actually bought the entire mall, not just the store, the entire infrastructure. Um, it, it, it astounds me. And then, and then I have some own hate of my own that I want to talk about. Not that I hate somebody because I don't. No, despite what the fuck I say, you can't pay attention to me when I'm angry. Mm. But I've learned not to put things in the universe that I can't take back out. So I used to think um, that when people hated me, I used to try to understand, like, why does this person not like me? Why does this? And that's part of where zero fucks came from is because at some point you got to say, I don't give a fuck. Like, for whatever reason, this person doesn't like me because I'm breathing, because my skin is clear, because my edges didn't fall out when she bleached my hair this last time, because I fuck with this dude. I don't ever 
look at people's relationships and say goals because I know literally one too many couples that goals is they take that picture and then you go home and he punches her in the face. I know one too many goals where you take that picture and you go home and she, you know, she got AIDS or she has herpes or she has something that she caught from a relationship before when she trusted a motherfucker. You know, I, I know one too many relationships where y'all look so happy and photographed, but I'm fucking you. I'm fucking your dude. You know, I know, I know one too many relationships like that, not currently, but just in the past. So I don't ever look at somebody and say relationship goals, but what I can tell you about Nipsey Hussle and Lauren London was that they loved each other. And I think that people can always say, like, oh, you know, if you love each other, that's all that matters, and so on and so forth. But let me say this. They said that there was a video going around where she was in the ICU unit and I guess she was asking, was he okay? And she kept saying, I'm his wife. That's my husband. That's my husband. I pray to God that that's true because I believe in California they have uh, a statute where you don't have – your marriage doesn't have to be part of public record. And um, that's some shit I would do, note to self, you know, <laughs> for my husband out there. And um, I'm praying that that's true because then she won't have a hard way to go when it's time to live on his legacy. And back to what I was saying about Demetria Lucas – she was saying that because of Coretta Scott, that's how come Martin Luther lives on. And because of Betty Shabazz, that's how come Malcolm X lives on. So, yes, it's great that we as young gods have, you know, the younger generation that are remembering us. But it's also important for our spouses to remember us as well. And I feel that if she is not his legal wife, that his legacy can be torn between his mama, his children. You know, she just now today posted pictures of the little boy, which we've never seen him. Um, kudos to her for that because I understand that privacy issue. Um, the hate that is in our own communities. Somebody said, when is it going to stop? Maybe this will change things. And I said, no, we've been killing each other since Egyptian times. You know, your spear bigger than mine. Your wife's bosoms are bigger than mine. Your, 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 your pharaoh sarcophagus is better than mine. Your adornments and gold and jewelry are better than mine. So I'm going to just kill your ass. And you have to understand that anything, so back to, I didn't have church this week, and thank you guys so much for tuning in because I'm really serious about tuning in. Wait till I start getting into crystals and the arts and different things and, and you know, praying and spelling and all that shit. Mm. Sipping on that vodka this evening Some guava and pineapple I haven't really drank in a while But yesterday um, I got some news That uh, It really fucked me up um, And I you know Immediately like from the bellows of my soul Began to cry because Not because I hadn't seen or spoke to this person And they were taken away from me But because there were people involved in the situation that should have had more love for both parties and didn't and took things upon themselves because they thought that they were doing the right thing. But you couldn't have thought you were doing the right thing when you're watching people suffer. And I know that this person suffered, however brief, and I know that I suffer because now I know about the situation. To me, that's not love. That's pure hate. That you could sit there and watch somebody be in pain or watch somebody hurt or long for somebody or want to be with somebody, and you intervene as if you are God 
not just a God, but God, and you are not, and not realizing that the power of love is far more powerful than hate. And so you're never going to win. You're never going to win. You will never, ever, let me say something, you could do whatever you want to do to me. Because my ideals and my intentions are rooted in love, I don't give a fuck if I snap the fuck out on you. I don't give a fuck if I tell you that I hate you and I hope you die, and I really stopped doing that so much because motherfuckers really be dying. Um, It's rooted in pain, right? So if I'm angry, why am I angry? Nobody ever stops to take the time and think, why is this person angry? What happened? Okay, that she is this angry with me that she doesn't want to talk to me. 90% of the time it's because I'm embarrassed. It's because I opened up to you, I came out of my shell for you, or I loved you, or I took care of you, or I was trying to look out for you, and you betrayed me. Betrayal runs deep with me. I don't play that shit. And so we see in the Nipsey video, y'all tried to say, y'all, y'all black people, y'all kill me with your conspiracy theory. <clears throat> You'll believe that the government killed Nipsey Hussle, but you don't believe that your boyfriend is fucking another bitch. That's crazy to me. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. And you have no proof that the government set this killing up, but you have all the proof that your man is stepping out on you with your cousin or with your homegirl that used to be fat and now she's skinny. And now everything is a conspiracy theory, except when you're a nigga cheat. I don't understand this. He talked about Dr. Sebi in a joke, because if y'all were smart enough, y'all would go back and watch the entire interview, okay? The government did not tell that black man that they call shitty cuz or whatever his name is. The government did not tell that man to shoot Nipsey Hussle, run back, shoot him again, and then kick him in the head. Yeah, that, that, that's, not, that's not a government hit, boo. It's not. It's not. Um... He had just posted about enemies on his Twitter, like, like I think two hours before he was killed. Now reports are coming forward, and this is now, let me, let me say this, because I said the same thing. I come from the era where you don't call people a snitch unless you really mean it, because now what you're doing is you're putting that person's life in jeopardy, their kid's life in jeopardy. And so basically, now reports are going around saying that Nipsey said that somebody was a snitch, Da, 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 and that particular person came and killed him for whatever reason. All, everything, everything that you do in life has a consequence, but not all consequences need to be death. Death doesn't need to always be the consequence. I am in a place in life where if I can't have a conversation with a young lady, a bum bitch, a hoe, like whatever, if we can't sit down and have a conversation, this ain't no woman-to-woman shit, bitch, I want to talk to you for shit. Are you all right? Do you know who the fuck you're talking to? Because I don't know you, right? So if I don't know you, I don't hate you. I can only hate you based on what somebody else told me. And so if if that's the person that we have in common, talk to that person, because I don't give a fuck about you. So we can't even as adults, black, male, or female adults, sit down and have a motherfucking conversation, because everything has to end in bloodshed. Everything has to end in fighting. Bitch, I'm not listening. I got too much to lose to be talking to somebody and arguing and fighting with somebody that paid $13 rent. I'm, not, I'm just not going to do it. I don't give a fuck if your rent is $13 million. I'm not going to argue with you and waste breath out of my lungs that in 30 seconds if I get in an accident, I'm not going to have. I might need that breath. It's not worth it. 
you know, in addition to that, the Cliff Dixon thing, that is um, Kevin Durant's best friend as well, I'm not understanding what, what what is happening so bad that y'all have to go and y'all have to kill somebody. Not shoot him in the leg, not shoot at him, not, no, no, y'all, y'all straight shoot people in the head. Right, y'all, y'all doing real, and and that's another thing that people need to understand. Sometimes you just be playing. Some people ain't fucking playing with you. They not. Mm-mm. You think these streets love you? They don't fucking love you. Gilly the King, G I L L I E. Gilly the King had a good today about Nip, and he was like, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all get money, y'all come back to the same streets that almost chewed you up and spit you out. And then you wonder why these young niggas is trying to kill you because they don't love you. You have love for them niggas. They don't have no love for you. They hate you. They hate you. Dude, they killed they killed a dude at the corner store. A couple dudes. They they done killed a couple of the Arabs in the corner stores here. No fucking reason. For what? What poppy do to you? Poppy didn't do nothing to y'all. Y'all on pills, y'all on drugs, y'all robbing, y'all y'all thieving, y'all doing all that shit. It doesn't make any sense. And then people talking about, you know, we need to have unity. We've been, listen, we've been doing this shit for centuries. It's never going to stop because it doesn't, and, and listen, we don't need gun control. We need mind control. We need mental health control. We need to control the way that we react when people say things that we don't find favorable. Okay, we need to control the way we react when you find out information that may not be suitable to your liking. Okay, I have reacted many times, but not out of hate. If I'm angry with somebody, this, this is let me let me explain something to you, people. If you didn't know, if you know me personally, or if you've dated me, or we've been together, whatever, or we're friends, the number one thing that everybody knows about me is that if Denise is angry and still talking about it, that bitch is hurt. She's hurt. When I stop talking about you, then you worry because now I don't give a fuck anymore, and I've mourned the situation and I've gotten over it. That's why I write books. Writing books for me is almost like a release of power on the pages, and then I don't have to look at it anymore, and I can bury that book. That's why my next book is called Black Girls Book of Shadows. The Book of Shadows is typically written when someone dies. It's something that's it's like a grimoire. It's something that's passed down to somebody else. That person that was so quick to be ride or die and so quick to pop off, she's really gone. Now, make no mistake, don't ever fucking run up on me and think that I'm going to, you know, practice peace at all times. Bitch, if you come up on me and I want my kid or I'm at work and shit like that, it's no holds barred because I don't do that to you. You know, I saw a young lady, I've heard people say nothing but trash things about, and I know that she knew, you know, my people in one way, and I saw her today at the doctor's. As soon as I seen her, she seemed like a nice girl. I said, hey, how you doing? She said, hey, how you doing? I've never met this girl. So why am I going to judge her based on something that a scorned dude said about her? Why am I going to judge her based on, you know, maybe I don't like her because I think that we share the dick or something? The dick is community. Ladies, until you marry it, it's community dick. I don't care if you're a fiancé. I don't care if, if you've been a girlfriend, you got kids by him and shit like that. It's community dick until he goes and sits his ass down. Can't get mad at these girls. Now, on the flip side... You can get mad if it's a bitch you know, but bitch, I know you, and this is what you do. You you could have moved any other way in the world, but you chose to move like that. That's hate. That's jealousy. That's low vibrations, and we're going to get into the vibrations and the chakras probably this week in church. But it was my baby's birthday this week. You know, he turned 15, 
And, um, you know, he's a, he's a good kid. He didn't ask for much, so he got much. <laughs> he got much. Um, and it also made me understand that, and this is another thing I learned about hate, there are a few people that I expected would inbox me, you know, send a car or something, and they didn't. So that lets me know <clears throat> that you really don't fuck with me. Because if you fuck with me, you fuck with my kid. So whether it's a dude, whether it's whomever it is, y'all knew that my child's birthday was to say, y'all lurk enough to know, lurk. Yes, I said, you lurk. You lurk enough to know it's my child's birthday. So if you didn't wish happy birthday, if you didn't like none of the pictures, bitch, you got deleted. And I'm talking about people specifically. Because that means that what you said in angst, you meant what you said. So if you don't like me, you don't like my kid, right? So you don't need to look at us. And I used to, like, play this game where I'd be like, I'm not finna block that bitch. I'm not finna, you know, uh, cut that bitch off because I want her to see my progress. I want her to see that I'm doing well. I want her to see that I'm happy and shit like that. Then I thought about it. I don't even want you weird-ass bras looking at me with your weird energy, wishing bad shit on me and my kid. You know what I mean? Y'all people don't know that I have suffered enough. I promise you. Anything that you can think, it's like every seven years, and I'm just now coming on the upside of it. You know, I don't have any hate in my heart for anybody, and I'm really trying to function out of love, and today I did something. Um, That was a little astounding because it's really not in my character to do, and I actually did this thing out of love. You know, it was the first sentence that I wrote, you know, and y'all know I got my book coming out. Um, And I did it because, and I just said this on my show, I believe it was a week ago or two weeks ago, is that I apologize to any man that ever thought that for any moment in time that our time meant nothing or that, you know, I didn't love him or that, you know, whatever. Even a motherfucker in Florida, he knows there was love there. He knows that I wish nothing but the best for him, but he's a fuck-ass nigga for the shit that he did. And the funny part is, is that it wasn't even that big of a deal. It was the big of a deal because the fact that he was supposed to be in recovery and trying to get better, right? So I tried to send people to check for him and make sure that he was good. And they're like, oh, you still care about him? No, the fuck I don't. (laughs) I don't. But what I am saying is that I know that this person has an issue and this person is going through some things that may have been triggered. And I'm not there. I'm not the person that should be able to help him down there. So since y'all cool, you check on the motherfucker. I never said to report back to me. I don't care. I don't want to know. But I am functioning inside this human condition. And I am growing more and more, not even sensitive, but cognizant of other people's feelings. Before, I was like Judge Hatchet. It was just, if, if it was my way or the highway and it's just done. And I realized that that is self-hatred saying that you're not even open enough to listen to what somebody else has to say or listen to how somebody else feels. If I have said that I hate you or that I hope you die or, you know, if, if I, listen, anybody knows this about me, and my ex in Texas will tell you this. When I deal with Denise, I have to lead with love first because if I don't lead with love first, I'm going to pick up on that, and then I'm not, you're not going to get the response you were looking for. When he did what he did, he did not lead with love. He led with deception. That is a lower vibration. That is not the person that I was with, and I don't appreciate you. Like, I feel like when y'all motherfuckers talk to me, y'all really be talking to me like you don't know what the fuck I be doing late night. You don't know who I am in the universe and the spirit realm. I feel like you really be talking to me like trying to clown me. 
You know, I feel like some of you broads, like, you think you're, like my mom used to always say, you know what, Denise, you think you're smarter than the average bear. And I never used to understand what that fucking meant until I realized I'm not average. There's nothing about me that's average, right? You think you're smarter than me. You think that your connections with people are more powerful than mine. That's inaccurate. And because of that, you will lose every time. I don't compete for these hoes. I don't compete, you know, for anything really in my life but to be better than the person that I was 20 minutes ago, two days ago. I don't have no hatred in my body for nobody because it just it takes too much energy. You know what I'm saying? It takes too much energy to hate somebody because you have to think about all the reasons that you can't stand this person, all the reasons that you must get. So so we just hate each other that, that much right now that we just want to get each other out the picture. Nobody is deserving of love. Nobody is deserving to move on in their life. Nobody is deserving to say, this is something that hurt me. Let's talk about it. A lot of things that we hate about other people can be squashed if people learn the skill of communication. You don't like me, bitch, I don't care, but let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. What is it about me that you don't like? Like I told you, I just found out that somebody said, oh, you do things to get attention. Now, that really pissed me the fuck off because I really be in my little bubble, in my little shell with my little people, and I'd be happy to do what it is that I do. And it upsets me because I'm sitting here and I'm just like, Motherfucker, like, do you know how much shit I could put on the Internet every day that I don't because of the fact that I don't want to have too much attention. I want us to pay attention to things that matter, like these murders, you know, like mayoral, you know, mayoral elections, fucking city council elections. Those are things that I'm really worried about right now because if we're starting at the city and county level, then we take it to the state level. They just kicked back the bill on cannabis. Everybody was all gung-ho for Crystal People Stokes. That's my homegirl. She's the majority leader, black woman, let, let me say that. But y'all will post all about this cannabis stuff and don't even know that that's the woman that's leading the revolution. You know, we love to talk about things that are none of our fucking business. That is a lot of times where hate comes from as well. So let's say Nipsey Hussle did say that somebody was a snitch. You mean to tell me that that man can't come to him? and just have a conversation if it ends, you know, you smack the motherfucker in the face or something like, you know what I mean? You had to just come and just kill him like, that's it? What did Cliff Dixon do? He fucked with, like, one of your baby's moms or something like, what did he do that he deserved to die on the exact same day that he came into the earth? Y'all fucking wild as hell. That doesn't make any sense to me. Hold on, we got a caller. Let's see if we can take it or maybe they just listen. Caller, are you there? Yes, this is Mike. Hello, Lane. This is Mike from Singapore. Uh, yes, dear, hate is a crime. And unfortunately, in the United States of America, you know, hate, it exists today for lots of people. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. including everybody. And it's very unfortunate that the Civil War won. Uh, we have not uh, learned from it. And uh, Civil War won to me, was never was finished, and it's con- it was temporary patched on until two, three hundred years later, now 200 years. So, so basically, the patch is off, and genie is out of box again. So what's your I comment? I agree please? with you. I agree with you, and I agree that hate is definitely a crime. Now, you're in another country right now, so welcome to the show. 
But even in Singapore, because I'm thinking about actually going over to the Philippines and, and taking a look over there, you guys have a lot of different kind of hate crimes over there, correct? Similar to the ones that we have here in the States. No, I mean, we have some Chinese gangs, etc., that we don't even uh, enter to their, you know, to a certain area. I mean, that, I mean, we have a lowest crime, we have a higher, highest quality of life in Singapore, and uh, basically, you know, we are about 7 million population, and uh, pretty much everything comes uh, through Singapore. Other countries. Basically. Now, let me ask you this: What is the religion that you practice over there? Because I know uh, a lot of the Western world uh, practices a lot of peace in their religions: Buddhism, Hinduism, things like that. What is uh, your? We have all, 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 all. No, we have all uh, Hinduism here, Shinto religion here. We have, uh, uh, um, you know, mixed variety. We have churches here. We have. Uh, mosque here, we have Buddhist temple here, we have Shinto temple here. I mean, we people don't even uh, really don't have, we cannot say, I mean, if if I see I mean, I have a, a, a brown-skinned friends here from USA here, I have no problem with that. Right. And they, have, I mean, we all get along well, because, you know, in Singapore, if you say N-word to a, a brown skin, you know, you will have to pay a price a ticket. I mean, you have to go to wow. judge, judge and explain. For, I mean, a, level of, very, for a level I mean, of racism, correct? Right. I mean, we mind our own business. We don't care where you come from, what your national, I mean, where you come from before. We don't care. We are in Singapore. We are working together. We're working all together for uh, for the beautiful life and high quality of life, high quality of medical insurance we have here in Singapore. And, uh, you know, we get together along and we don't let anybody destroy our unification. And that's awesome, and I'm glad that you called in. If you are um, able to try to follow me on Instagram at miss, M-I-S-S dot D dot Scott, S-C-O-T-T, so you can see who you're talking to. And I'm glad that you called in because maybe that's something that we can talk about, especially over here. We're just now starting to penalize for hate crimes. There was a hate crime down in Texas where uh, Deep Ellum, where a white man basically beat up a black woman, pulled a gun on her, yes, punched her in her face several times, Absolutely. and he ends up getting arrested. Um, they yes. were only going to charge him with the misdemeanor charges. And then be, I'm sorry? And he, and he was fired from his uh, bar, bartending. Right. They're, they're all getting fired. So there's yes. just now in our country starting to be repercussions for being, you know, having racially motivated attacks. But unfortunately, when, you, when we are attacking each other, you know, that is the problem that it's not just here in the States. It's every race has, you know, you know, white on white crime, black on black crime, Asian on Asian crime. However, these murders that I'm talking about were completely senseless and it had to do with hate. It had nothing to do with, you know, anything political. It had nothing to do with religion, which are most of the time when we see these type of shootings and mass murders. So for me, I'm just trying to let people know that if you feel like you have to go and shoot somebody and you can't sit down and have a conversation, it is you that has the problem. You understand what I'm saying? If you can't find it in yourself to to be empathetic to someone else. 
Yes, I'm and sorry? you pay, and you pay price, prison sentence, etc., as well too. I'm <laughs> sorry, right? In, it's in not New worth Zealand, it. We, in New Zealand, we and saw that uh, white uh, white supremacy oh, yeah, uh, lawyer to Donald like Donald J Trump and went and uh, killed 50 and 50 injured and still three in high, special uh, high high conditions. So bottom line is he's going to pay a price in New Zealand. Yeah. He's going to be in solitary for pretty much all, all his life. Or same thing happens with that, that uh, white supremacy, uh, 20 years old kid went and uh, did a, um, you know, uh, like similar to what happened in Oklahoma City, uh, you know, the bombing. So when they catch him uh, after after that, the uh, the judge said that we are going to put you in the life in prison until you prove otherwise. So it means wow. forever. Yeah. So they pay a price. You know, hate is not hate crime or hate is not anymore acceptable in this uh, global society. And we will fight anywhere in the world if you hate another person. Go ahead, please. And it doesn't, it doesn't do anything for you when you're trying to balance your chakras and you're trying to unify people. Me, I'm in my 40s. I have no reason to be in the street slapping people in the face and punching people in the face. Maybe in my 20s, yeah, I have a temper. But at the same time, I realize, like, when I say I want to have a conversation with somebody and when I say, hey, when I see this person, I'm going to talk to them, they automatically assume that we have a beef, we have a problem. Honey, you know who I have problems with? The IRS. That's... That's who I have problems with. I have problems with people that touch children. I have problems with abuse. I don't have problems with another woman that has the same color skin as me that I want to sit down and try to understand why you say or why you do the things that you do because they are harming me or they are in direct correlation to me. That You understand what I'm saying? So I think that our yes. men, especially black men, they are very proud. We are very regal people and Latina men too, it's very difficult for a man just to sit down and say, you know what, I'm not going to hit you. I just want to know why you said what it was you said. And I'm going to explain to you why you're never going to say something like that again. So I had somebody do something very deceptive to me. And I really was overwhelmed by this, and I cried for like a whole day because I just couldn't believe. And then I thought about it like, you must hate yourself so bad that you would do something like that to hurt me and another person because it makes you happy or it makes you feel powerful. And because of that, you're never going to succeed in anything that you do because the gods don't smile down on people that are petty. They don't smile on people that are hateful. They don't smile and they don't bless people that have bad intentions. And I just did a show last week about if you do something and you make a mistake, but your intention was good, you're not going to suffer this karma and this consequence that people think that you're going to suffer, right? So when you do things based yes. out of love, right, especially for yes. another human being, there's no consequence are, for that. Absolutely. Until we do not realize we are one human uh, entity, human race, we will always have uh, problems. And we are going, I mean, mm -hmm. look at Nebraska, my dear friend, uh, Elaine. Uh, what happened It's 75 cities underwater? What Donald Trump really did for the uh, Nebraska, nothing. Only uh, secured the downtown of Nebraska. 
because it's corporations and etc. That's it. We are, uh, I mean, uh, they are the corporations, so they take care of their corporation. They don't care for me and you or, or uh, people of Nebraska. I mean, right now the meat price will go jump up to $10 to $15 in United States shortly because of all the cattle, millions of cattle die, I mean, uh, in Nebraska. But we do, they don't say anything about Nebraska. I mean, uh, we have uh, 3,000 uh, stores are closing from JCPenney to um, a Payless Show store and many other stores as well. I mean, nobody talks about it. You see, there is a new censorship right, but the in the yeah, because the corporate, they don't want you to know it unless we read it in the special uh, alternative, alternative, uh, sorry, alternative radio, I mean, uh, uh, medias or such as yours or etc. We can hear it. Otherwise, there is a total new censorship, and and we are sick and tired of the police killing uh, um, uh, people, whether it's white, black, uh, I mean, brown skin or any other one uh, type. We are sick and tired of it. Okay, so you guys have a lot of police violence over there as well, and so they are censoring what you're doing. So hopefully you'll tune into my show. I have over 258 shows that if you click on there, you'll see there's so many other shows that I talk about different things. So I'm glad that you tuned in. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to leave the show right now. We're going to end the show because I'm going to play a song. Are you familiar with the Commodores? Lionel Richie? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, if, if since <laughs> this uh, other rapper, uh, Nisi, uh, Nisi... No, no, no. Uh, the, the Commodores are definitely not a rapper. They're definitely a, a famous group from the 70s and 80s. And sometimes I like to play old school music on my show. Sure, so sure, sure. today we're going to play the Commodores. Um, the song is called yeah, Zoom. It's good. a very nice mellow um, song, and it's before Lionel Richie actually left the group. And so I wanted to play this song because... It reminds me of my friend when we were last together, like hanging out, just singing and just being great and just laying around and just being enveloped and being in love and being happy because that's what it's all about. And, Michael, thank you so much for calling the show. I hope you listen in or you go back and you listen to some of the 258 shows I have, and you can follow me on Instagram at miss.d. Scott, thank you so much for calling and giving your perspective. Thank you. Peace. It was definitely, you, it was definitely a thank wonderful you, piece to you too, honey. Bye-bye.
And walk amongst the stars at night I'd like to know the taste of honey in my life In my life Well, I've shared so many pains And I've played so many games Oh, but everyone finds the right way Somehow, somewhere, someday Whoa One. 